What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Well, praise the Lord and good morning. Welcome again to Faith Restoration Ministries and Chikaina Theological College. Chikaina Theological College is, an, is a Christian institution preparing men and women to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ to reach the entire world. That's what we're about. We teach the word here at Shekinah Theological College. If you're interested and want to know more about us, go to our website at www.frministry.org. Or you can call us at 678-964-4096 and leave a message or a text. You can also reach us at, on Skype at Dr. Barbara Faith Restoration Ministries, especially for those who are calling from overseas. So we just want you to know how much we appreciate you, those who have been listening to us over the years. We thank God for every opportunity, especially in such a time as this. Right now, we are going through a very serious time in the world. And it doesn't matter where in the world you live, you, can, you do experience, you see it happening. And our topic this morning is perilous times as in the days of Noah. Perilous times as in the days of Noah. So let us pray. Father, we ask for wisdom and direction. We ask for your guidance. We ask, Lord God, that you lead, that you speak through the channel you have chosen. We pray for the hearts of everyone who will listen, for many who may have never heard this word, that Lord God, they will begin to think, begin to ponder, and realize that the Bible is true. And everything that you have written in the Word that has been written coming from you is true. Because you have told us that you honor your Word more than you honor your name. So we know your Word will not return to your void. Despite the fact they were written hundreds, who knows how long ago, yet the words remain faith. How many years ago they were written? They remain the same. They do not change. I ask for wisdom and direction. I ask, Lord, for the anointing. I ask for the Holy Spirit. I ask that you bind every demonic spirit and every force of darkness, every satanic instrument this morning. We ask, dear God, you bind it up. Render it null and void. And those who will attack, Lord God, confuse their minds. Those who will lift their hand to do anything, whether to write or otherwise, Lord God, paralyze them. Because God, we, you said we are to fight the good fight of faith. And our desire is for the word to reach the lost. So that their God, the lost and dying, will come to know you as their Lord and Savior. They may not want you, but there are thousands out there who need you. They don't just want you, Lord. They need you, and they need to hear the word. So we want to say thank you. And God bless us all in Jesus' name. Praise God. In the name of Jesus, I come to you this morning with this message. Perilous times as in the days of Noah. You better believe it. It's here. I'm going to read a passage for you from 
Matthew, in fact, let's read first from um, 2 Timothy, chapter 3 and verse 1. It says here, This know also, that in the last days perilous times shall come, for men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection. We see it without natural affections, truth breakers, false accusers, liars then, incontinent, they cannot be trusted, fierce, you better believe it, they're fierce, they're vicious, they're devilish, they're satanic, they're despisers of those that are good. Then verse 4 says, they're traitors, they're heady, they're high-minded, they're lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God. You find them in the church, and this kind of behavior is called, um, it's apostasy, which is spiritual treason. Any saint, any person who professes the name of Christ, who is involved in these kinds of behaviors, who have a form of godliness, but denies the power thereof, the word of God said from such turn away, and they are committing spiritual treason. In Matthew um, 24 now, Jesus gave this prophecy, this, listen, it's similar to what um, Paul is saying here in Second, Second Timothy 3, 1 to 4, and you can continue there. But he says here, hear what Jesus said from verse 7 of Matthew 24. For nation shall rise against nation. It's not nation anymore, but state against state people against people, and king, amen, kingdom against kingdom. There shall be famine and pestilences and earthquakes in diverse places. All these are the beginning of sorrows. Saints of God, wake up. Wake up. Verse 9, then shall they deliver you up to be afflicted. Christians are hated. We've been on the siege for a long time, but no, they're not even hiding. They're coming out bold as a lion. And they shall kill you. Oh, yes, they kill you. Try at least to kill your hopes. They'll kill you physically, but believe me, they cannot kill. You'll kill the spirit that is in you. And you shall be hated of all nations for my name's sake. You dare to do good, and they hate you. You better believe it. <laughs> if you're a leader and you're doing good, they're going to hate you. They despise you. They speak ill against you. They set traps for you. They may even want to take your life. They plot against you. Because why? Hatred. I have never seen in my life seen such devious behaviors and of hatred. I, the other day I was thinking about it and the spirit dropped in my, in, my, in my mind that says this is liquid hatred. It has swept even into the church community among people who are supposed to be godly leaders they too have this hatred because it is so volatile, it's potent, and it, it, it's, it, it has made it. it is really liquid hatred that runs through the minds of people. And I believe many have lost, already lost their minds for what they're saying and doing. And then he said in verse 10, verse 9 said, Then shall they deliver you up to be afflicted and shall kill you and you shall be hated of all nations for what? My name's sake. Whether you're a leader, political or otherwise, so long as you do that is right, which is right, you're going to be hated. You're going to be despised. You'll be abased. They'll do everything to put you down and pull 
you down. They will do everything to uproot you. Nevertheless, verse 10, and then shall many be offended. You see, those who are not willing to stand for Christ, they're going to do their own thing. They shall betray one another. Listen now. They shall betray one another. At this point, you do not know who to trust. And they shall hate one another. You don't know the person you're speaking to really cares for you or not. Many false prophets shall rise, verse 11, and shall deceive many. You know, false, false prophets work under the power of satanic forces. That's who they work for, not God. And because, verse 12, because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. And listen, they'll be, just go back to Second Timothy 3, verse 1. Many of them are going to teach all kinds of humanistic um, messages, just like in Revelation 3 and 20. The Jezebel spirit will be there to deceive. Oh, yes, it's in the church. And he said, and this gospel shall be preached in all the world for a witness unto all nations, and then shall the end come. He says here, when, verse 15, when ye therefore shall see the abomination of desolation spoken of by Daniel the prophet, stand in the holy place. Whoso readeth, let him understand. Okay? But, it talks here, I want, there's something I want to bring here from this particular uh, message. Because Jesus spoke about, as it were in the days of Noah, so shall it be. Men are lovers of themselves more than lovers of God. They don't care about the things of God. They don't care. Their aim is to deceive. Their aim is selfish. It's just to do what they want to do and to please themselves. They don't care about the souls. And I'm talking about ministers of the gospel now. They don't care about the souls of those that they are leading. And hear what God said. Jesus spoke rather. Well, yes, it's God. Um... Verse 37, but as the days of Noah were, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. Listen, they were doing everything that you can imagine right now. And maybe we are doing what is happening today, even have exceeded what in the day they were doing in the days of Noah. But Jesus here said in verse 38, for as in the days that were before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage until the day that Noah entered into the ark and knew not until the flood came and took them all away, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. Let me say here this morning, if you have heard the word of God, if God has spoken to you, if you were called to minister as a minister, Minister the word, otherwise get out. Get off the pulpit. You're a deceiver. You're, what you're teaching is treasonous. If you're doing anything, teaching anything, preaching anything other than the word and preparing the people of God for the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. You're committing, it is apostasy, and it means you're committing spiritual treason. 
Never heard of it before, have you? Neither did I until this morning. I want to say to all our ministers out there, ministers of the gospel, it is time to get your people ready. If you're living in sin, it's time to repent. Many of you, you live the same kind of life that's out there in the world. You're brought in the church. Many of you are embracing all manner of abominations in the church and accepting what God has already said, this is an abomination unto me. Pastor, minister, those of you going around with your own title of apostle, you know the next thing we're going to hear? Oh, I'm Jesus. Call me Jesus. You're finding people now with so many titles. It begins with apostle, doctor, bishop, pastor. They, are, they have become so confused. They're a law unto themselves. You know why? Because they are living in a time of apostasy. They teach apostasy. They live it. And believe me, they are committing treason and they are using their members to commit treason. Spiritual treason. If you've never heard of it before, you're hearing about it now. And you know why it is happening? Because we are living in perilous times. We are in the days of Noah. All right? They are ignoring. Noah preached for 120 years. They ignored him, except for those in his family. Now we don't even know how easily they were drawn to Noah, whereby they believed his word. Remember when Jesus came on the scene, his own brothers did not believe him. They didn't pay attention. We do not know if it was just before he died or when. But they finally came, James and Jude. Yes, the book of James and the book of Jude. Jesus is um, our brothers, so to speak. We know they were not his brothers, but, you know, from what they're saying, we, we accept it. So I want to say here this morning, ministers, I really am speaking to ministers. Are you preparing your members? What are you teaching them? You know, one of the... The saddest thing I'm getting to realize of late that even in the church, you find witchcraft. Witches are in the churches. They come in the church. They're on assignment from Satan. Come as prophets. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my Lord. They come as prophets. Say they're prophesying, but they are, pro they are witches and wizards. They're instruments of the devil. And they believe they cannot be detect detected. If it's one person in that church will detect that something is wrong with that particular person. Even when the pastor is blind, God will open the eyes of someone in that church. But the thing about it, they are so arrogant and full of themselves that when that little woman, that little man, may not be able to read very well, didn't go to college, he comes and expounds the word, they'll put him, to, oh, put him out, put him out, put him out. We don't want him here. You know why? Because when he speaks, just looking at him walking in, it troubles your conscience. It troubles your spirit. You don't want to hear him. Many people don't even want to hear me. Now, who am I? I'm just, just a simple little um, minister of the gospel. That's all I am. But I'm no great, no title. I'm just a minister of the gospel. That's who I know that I am. I want to say it this morning. If you love the Lord, if you care for the things of the Lord, if you care about souls, the souls that are dying, 
It's time to repent, time to change your language, time to change your speech, time to recognize that in Christ alone there is hope. Remember what the Word of God said in in John chapter 14? Look for the verse. It says, Greater works than I have done you will do. On our prayer line this morning, we were thinking about it, we are talking about it, and we are wondering, are we, do, are we taking, making use of this great blessing whereby we can do greater works than Jesus did? We're not trying to usurp authority. No. We must remain humble, submissive, and obedient to him, no matter what works he, he, he brings out through us. But at the same time, are we doing the work that God has called us to do? Ministers of the gospel, are you preaching the word as it ought to be taught? What are you giving your people? Are you saying, well, you know, church A down there, they're doing this, so we should do it too. You remember the dance movement some time ago? Oh, that was the only craze about every church had a dance troupe, and they were so stupid. Yes, stupid. One person said to me um, on, online one day, oh, but David danced. That was so silly. It means he didn't know his scripture. He didn't know the word. All he knows is that David danced. You know why David danced? Go in the Old Testament and it will tell you why David danced. It was not a dance to attract people or to entertain. It was a dance of praise and worship and adoration to God because the ark, oh, hallelujah, had returned his people and listen a lot of what people are teaching today I know they are mixing comedy imagine you go to church and they're they're giving you comedy oh you know Christians ought to laugh yes we can laugh we we don't go to church to attend comedies you want comedy go on the TV go to a comedy shop or wherever they have it no no in in the presence of God at football I was a witness to this one football showing 10 o'clock, I got up that morning, I walked out. And someone said, ma'am, ma'am, where are you going? I said, listen, I came to church. I didn't come to football, to watch football. Another one I went to. When the message was about to begin, I saw two young people came out of the mat, and they were doing karate. In the Christian church, you talk about spiritual treason, Yes, it is happening today. It's time for the churches to be cleansed. You remember that seven-year-old king? I won't look for it. You go look for it in the Old Testament. But listen, this is an aside. Many of you don't even read the Old Testament anymore. Because you know why you don't read the Old Testament? Because it shows you up. It shows what God will do to those who disobey him. Seven years of age, and he pulled down all the groves. Even his own mother, I believe it was. He put, the queen's groves, he pulled them down. He didn't care who they were. He put them down and he cleaned up the church. Oh, hallelujah. It's time for the church to be cleansed. It's time for purification. You're talking about the world. You point your finger at the world. You point your finger at that person doing this and doing that. Yeah, yes, oh, yes, they're doing it. God sees them. He still gives them breath. You know why? He gives them mercy because they don't know any better. But you who know better are taking the very same thing the world is doing and you're bringing it into the church. Sad. Sad. 
Jesus is saying today, clean up your act. Clean up your act. Because right now we are in perilous times. This is in the days of Noah. And for many of you, it means nothing to you. You continue. You continue. Um, you continue waiting. You continue there. Huh? You continue. The same evil that the world is doing, you've brought it into your church. It's time to stop. It's time to clean up. Oh, hallelujah. Clean up your act. Glory to God. It's time. We want revival. Glory to God. Revival cannot come like this. Praise God. We want to know that what we're doing can reach the world, changing sinners, causing them to become converted. Oh, glory to God. But you cannot do it in your own strength. In Acts 1 and 8, Jesus said he would send the whole glory. Hallelujah. The Holy Ghost. So we can be witnesses. The reason we, but many are not witnesses. They are witnesses. Oh, God, they're instruments of weaknesses in the church and in the church community. They're a disgrace, the things that are happening in the church. We talk about, Jesus said, we would do greater things. We can't do greater things when our hands are filthy, filled with blood, hindering even those who would want to come in the church. By the way we live, we hinder them. Our hands are filled with blood, blood of hatred and malice. Oh, hallelujah. Earlier talk about um, people who hated. Sometimes you look at a leader. You said, oh, that person should not be leading. That person's life was shut. Was. Remember now, was. But bless God Almighty. When God takes the basis of men and he puts his Holy Spirit in them, oh, hallelujah, they will testify of him. You know why God will take base men? Base men. Men whom we would not even want at our tables. We wouldn't even want anywhere close to us. But God knows how to take those people and use them, clean them up, hallelujah, and use them for his glory. Think of the murder of Paul. Oh, hallelujah. He took Paul, cleansed him, praise God, and made him a minister, an apostle. He was the last of the apostles. Don't believe these ignorant people going around, oh, I'm an apostle. I'm an apostle. Some of them don't even know what being an apostle means. But let me say here, whatever you are, make sure you have that anointing. And make sure that God is going to expect from you the work of an apostle. So if he didn't call you, you're just going to have the title, but no power with it. This morning, I want to remind us again that we are in perilous times. It is as it were in the days of Noah. It's time for the church to clean up. It's time for purging of the church. It's time for cleansing. It's time for watching. You can't have one foot in the world and one in the church and say, I'm a Christian. I'm an apostle. And dare you go call him sister or brother, call him pastor. Oh, I'm an apostle. Call me apostle. Well, I tell you, this sister here, this sister here will not call any of you no apostle. You know why? Paul was the last of the apostles. If men call you apostles, when that's you, let them give you, they gave you the title, let them honor you. I won't. Because I want to do what God wants me to do. Go back in Romans chapter 1. You may not do the things that other people are doing, but the fact that you engage, you take pleasure in them. Huh? You become as one of them. Spiritual treason. When you begin to teach, apostasy in your church, you're committing spiritual treason. 
You cannot stand when pestilence comes. You can't stand when troubles come. Let's go back to what Jesus said. You know why you can't? Because you're living in that place, as Paul spoke about right there in um, in. Second Timothy in chapter 3, let me read that again. It says, men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous. You don't have natural affection, and we know that. And it's in the church. They're traitors, they're heady, high-minded. Read from verses 1 to 5. Uh, uh, verse 9, God's going to put you down. And hear what Jesus said. As it were in the days of Noah, that were before the flood, they were eating and drinking. They were doing all manner of evil. I wonder some of the things we're hearing of today. When you have little boys being mutilated, little girls being mutilated physically, and their minds being disturbed. Oh, God, we pray this morning. Intervene, dear God, and save these little children. Save them, Lord. Because when the disciples said, we don't want them here, when they drew the children away, you said, bring them in. Let them come. Let them come as anyone. Oh, hallelujah. You said, if anyone heard one of these little children, he said, even one. He said, let a lodestone be tied around his neck and he be thrown into the sea. Let me say here, God is watching whether you're saint or sinner. He's watching what you're doing. Hallelujah. With his blessings, with his creation. And the gifts he has given to you, the people he has placed under you to lead, are you leading them? Are you doing God's will? Souls are dying. And in closing, let me remind you that God is watching. He is listening. You have been committing spiritual treason because you teach apostasy. 2 Timothy 3 gives you an idea of how you teach apostasy. And here Jesus spoke about the days of Noah. Okay? But he said, listen, no matter what people may say, many people don't want to read the word. They, will, they, read, they pick out certain verses. This is why they have all these, these new Bible versions or versions of the Bible. I stick and I will continue to say, stick with the King James Version, not even the New King James. Stick with the King James Version. You won't go wrong there. This morning, we want to thank the Lord for his goodness and his mercies. And Father, we ask that you bless this word. Bless the ears that will hear it. Let them know, God, this is your word, not my word. It's your word. And we're asking you to just touch those who do not know you and those who are guilty of living their God, their lives, in a spiritual treasonous manner. May they repent. Let it be a means of shaking them up, waking them up, Lord, that they realize how much they have been deceiving the people and you are not pleased. I want to remind you this is Faith Restoration Ministries and Shekinah Theological College. Shekinah is an online um, Christian institution preparing men and women for the gospel to reach the world Jesus Christ is coming back. We don't know when. But he said, "What when we see these things happening, it's the beginning of sorrow. Father, we want to thank you again for the word. We don't want to forget our, brother, our brethren in Haiti this morning. Our hearts grieve. Our hearts are heavy. We feel for them, Lord, and we are praying in the name of Jesus that you will work for them and on their behalf. Let whatever 
whatever is sent to that country, Lord, it will go to the right people and it will not happen as it did before. We pray for our brother that I know down there and other people who know people down there, church, churches down there. Lord, when I saw the devastation that he sent me this morning, we can only say, God have mercy. So remember our brethren down in, in, in Haiti. And Lord, we pray you cleanse, you save, you bring. We are praying for a worldwide revival, Lord, that God, you will step in and refresh your people as we prepare for the coming of the Lord. We want to thank the Lord Jesus Christ. Again, I was telling you about Shekinah Theological College. We are here to prepare men and women. Do not tell you, if God has called you, and even if you don't, you're saying, oh, well, I don't know if I can afford it. Why don't you contact us? We are here to spread the gospel. We are here to help our students. Our motto is, what does the word say? So we can't do otherwise. We have to help our students. So we will help you through. So long as you can show us, God really called you into ministry. And you're going to continue this ministry. You just want knowledge. You want wisdom. And someone said, I want knowledge. I want wisdom. I want to learn something that can help my people. This is what we're here for. We want to acknowledge Fellowship of Love this morning. Thank you for coming in. And may God bless you. I pray that you, you can reach us at www.frministry.org. We are usually very um, popular on here, you know, you know, very frequent. But of late, there's just so much to be done. But we know God's going to provide someone who's going to come in and help us as time goes by. Again, want to thank you, Fellowship of Love. May God bless you and may God keep you. Um, we will hope we can talk after we stop recording. I don't know. Let's see here. Just hold on a minute here. Again, we're at www.frministry.com. .org With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.